Coming up in today's show, we're going to talk about some Disney news, and Jason has a trip report from Six Flags? That's coming up next on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 328 of Traveling with the Mouse. My name is Adam, and I am your host this week, and I am joined today by, I'm going to mix it up, Jason. Well, hello. How is everyone? I am a traitor. I went to the abomination that is Six Flags. You'll hear all about it later. What? But I just needed, as we'll hear later, I needed a standard to compare Bob Chapik's Upcharge Land to. And I think it's going to put me in a better headspace to just see see that, that Disney is still a, a premier offering. Hmm. And I'm also joined by John. Did you remember to turn off those robots? <laughs> the fog machines that the old test track, you mean? Not really, not really fog machines, but... What were these? Well, you know, they took you through hot and cold, but the last like... one... Corrosion. Corrosion. <laughs> so they're that's basically, yeah, they're yeah, basically cool. exposing you to chemicals, I would imagine. Right. So. <laughs> Maybe that's why they had to change it. Do you think Bob Chapik wanted to change Disneyland to Bob Chapik's Upcharge Land, but it, they didn't want allow him to change Walt's original park? Uh, I have not heard that. I don't think it has quite the same ring. I think that's the main thing that tomorrow has blocked. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bob Chapik's like, I'm going to upcharge for everything. Call it Bob Chapik's Upcharge Land. And tomorrow's like... I'll go with the upcharges, but we're not going to call it that. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the best he can do to help that's us out. That's where he's put his foot down. His giant, beautiful right. foot, <laughs> right? Like, man's got big feet. So it's like fighting the California wildfires. You can only do so much to that's right. That's right. fight him off. This is what we should start calling him. I can't believe I didn't think of it sooner. Josh, great big beautiful tomorrow. Ah, oh, okay. Wow, we're coming up with all kinds of stuff tonight. Josh, great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Man. I mean, he's great, he's big, and he is beautiful. Okay, I don't know so, about all that, but... I mean, he's tall, dark, and handsome. I feel like before this episode comes out, we need to get a tweet out. We need to claim this. This is a trademark. <laughs> before somebody steals it from us? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the next two days. Although, how great, big, and beautiful is he if he's allowing all this I, stuff to happen to the parks? Well, I feel like there is the temptation of the dark side. And so the question is, good in him. is, so is, he, is he a Severus Snape where he's just pretending to go along with Lord Voldemort, which is Bob Chapik? And yes, I know that's not a Disney <laughs> property, but Bob Chapik is so evil that he's like embodying non-Disney property evil. Okay. Yeah. And sure. Snape was so convincing right up until the very end, right? He so, was. I mean, like, literally, like, I've never seen a character exposed so late in the story <laughs> in my entire life. There's plenty of evil characters between Marvel and Star Wars and 20th Century Fox that he could be one of those. Nope, nope. That'll be an upcharge to be one of those. Yeah, of course. 50 billion well, if you want to be Fox. I'm going to put it out here right quick, something a little bit trip coming up related. What we have planned right now is we actually plan to stay at an Airbnb Mm -hmm. that's not too far from Disney that's actually for quite a reasonable rate. It's not $800 a night? No, as a matter of fact, it's roughly about $110 a night. Wait, what? Cheaper than $600 a night for a hotel? Yeah. 
So didn't know yeah, that. Four, this is a four bedroom for less than uh, All Star Sports. Wow, or, or roughly the same. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, my <laughs> but does it come with all the perks that staying on property comes with? Which is uh, last I checked, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> what are the perks? Exactly. There used um, to be perks. Proximity is about the only perk now. Let's see, proximity. I'll have good proximity to Animal Kingdom. I've already checked. <laughs> I mean, there's only one perk to staying on property, and that's if you're staying in a deluxe resort, and that's it. Mm-hmm. There's less incentive. Let's put it that way. When I went Christmas 2019, our family stayed right off 192 in that area, I guess. Probably it was closest to Animal Kingdom, I would guess, on that side. So, and I think they spent on Christmas like less than $200 a night for a similar yeah. setup that what you had. It had a pool and everything too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, not bad yeah. over there. No, that doesn't, that doesn't sound right. I heard that if you want a pool and a room for four families, <laughs> that each family needs to spend at least $300 plus a night. At least. That's yeah. what I heard. That's, that's what it is, right? Interesting. Yeah. If you had a property down there in that area i imagine you would sell it pretty much year round uh yeah i don't think you'd have right yeah i mean i like some of what disney has to offer on property i just think the what you get versus the price is not what it once was yeah i mean let's just be honest it isn't i mean let's talk about some of the resorts right they're they're more expensive you're not going to get a yacht and beach club level pool like, you're not going to get that, but you're probably not using the pool that much, right? Well, I mean, the one thing I would get where I am is actually a private pool. <laughs> right. This but is there sand on the bottom? Is there sand? I can bring some sand. <laughs> yeah, okay. You'll lose your deposit. <laughs> did, you, did you get a slide? Possibly. <laughs> I, could, I could make that happen, too, actually. I could, I could, I could make it happen somehow. It you might be bring a, it your might own not slide? Be yeah, I can bring your own bring. slide. <laughs> I don't think I really need to, though. You're going to bring a lazy river? There's a few things I'm willing to sacrifice. You know, sand bottoms and slides. You're going to bring breeches and cream over, too? How are you going to do that? No, I couldn't do that. Although I could could grill a greasy burger if I wanted to, I'm sure. Buy some ice cream (laughs) and a kitchen sink. I might might even get one of those. I could probably buy one of their kitchen sink containers on eBay. Yeah, you could. Sure you can. <laughs> no, no, nobody resells on eBay anymore. That's done. Now. Right, they only over. allow you to buy two things now. Right. Um, well, anyway, but I was, you know, that and I'm looking at, I'm not sure how many park days we're going to do. We're going to kind of, you know, mix it up a little bit. I don't think we're going to be going to anywhere except for Disney now at this point. Definitely want to do things like Ratatouille and Rise and stuff like that. So yeah. Our friend has not done a few of the attractions there, so it's always fun to, you know, the newer stuff uh, yeah. there. So it's always fun to, to experience that for the first time, you know, with stuff. The Flight of Passage being one of them. He hasn't done that yet. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, you have to do that. And you've got to get on Rise, the ride that doesn't exist. Yeah, i, yeah, yeah. I got to get on Rise. Then I might believe that it exists. Yeah. I might. You Which know, Rise sh- should be easier to get by then, I hope. I mean, you can yeah, just okay. pay to get on. Yeah, that, well, maybe by then. If yeah. it's released, I know they're sure they're sure are waiting a little longer. Yeah. To 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 do that, but you can always use the uh, the lightning. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of Ratatouille, have you guys seen with the previews that I've seen so far? People have been riding it multiple times, 
Is that based on the time frame they have? They can write it as many times as they can in that hour that they have. Yeah, I don't know. I've noticed when I looked at the most recent ones, like when, say, Resort TV 1 went on it, Mm -hmm. that looked like there was a lot of people (laughs) getting to write it. It almost looked like a regular queue, almost. Um, Well, they have had some issues, as as we'll talk about, but might as well bring that story in now. There was an issue tonight, which... Again, this doesn't seem like a major thing to me, but apparently two two of the ride vehicles had a minor fender bender. And um, yet you give us a hard time when the Skyliner does the same thing. <laughs> sure. Well, the Skyliner breaks glass. I actually heard the comment made on this one based on the picture for for yeah. this story. Said that I said, oh, that's nothing. He says, this happens with Grand Fiesta Tour all the time. <laughs> Right. As far as the bugs. Or pirates or small world or <laughs> yeah. basically every time you ride small world or pirates, you run in the back of... Yeah. yeah. So I was like, no big deal. Right. But everything gets reported on. Right. That's true. Everything's on Twitter. And even the picture, the, the car, the little vehicles don't even look like they're touching in the picture. So I'm like, okay, did they really collide? But the ride was down for 45 minutes or so today as we're... How do you define collision? That's the question. But... I guess the other thing that made me think of is, is you're right, everyone reports everything now. So rides go down all the time just for various reasons. You know, sunglasses might fall and trip a sensor, you know. Uh, I mean, how would that happen? I don't know, but it's possible, right? Anything's possible. So those things would cause a ride to, to trip until you realize what the issue is and then you fix it. I've seen 3D glasses falling down into the track in Toy Story Mania and it went down, you know, because of that. But nowadays, it looks like rides go down constantly and the rides are in terrible condition because nothing ever works. But that's just the way everything is. It's like you didn't drop your 3D glasses, you flung them. I mean, back in 1955, Walt dropped his 3D glasses into... uh, Wait, is that right? Right, Right, but when Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. Right. Oh, sorry. He dropped his his 3D glasses in Splash Mountain. Oh, yeah, when Splash opened. Opening day attraction. Yeah, I remember that. 50 years ago. Yep. JPEG, everybody. Google it. <laughs> anyway, so hopefully we'll Google. get to ride it a couple of times, assuming that it's uh, operating. That is, uh, if it's as good as we hope it is. Right. Well, I've already basically ridden it before, so you I know. I mean, we should ride it as much as we can because in the future, the only way we're going to get to ride it is to pay money. So I can just right. tell you, Adam, from my perspective, you have actually ridden it <laughs> entirely. I think they literally shipped this over from Paris to here and. It's, it's the, the next way. closest thing to that. <laughs> yeah. Basically, everything I've seen looks exactly the same, but I've tried not to watch as much as I can. Because you want to be surprised by the non-surprise. Right. <laughs> I just want to be like, oh, yeah, okay. It's the same. So while we're at Epcot, let me go to this story real quick. The uh, creation shop, it does look like it's actually going to open while we're here because it says they're going <laughs> to open it September 15th, which is only a few days away. And Zach Ridley is very so busy. So what all are you going to buy? I'm going to buy probably nothing because every time I go into mouse gear, it's the same old stuff and nothing really that interesting to me. I I, I got to say, the merchandise has been very disappointing for the most part. Um, I've always liked mouse gears, though. I guess it was ver- variety the or the maybe the amount, the size of the shop. I don't know. Maybe I didn't feel as cramped as I did in some places. Yeah. 
Well, I guess the temporary mouse gear is what I was I was referring to. I basically oh. think it's going to be that. <laughs> it doesn't seem like uh, anything new or exciting is going to be in here to me. So it just the just a name change, right? Is that what you think? And a location change. See, when I see something that says Creations Shop, it makes me think I'm going to go in there and create something. Yeah, well, maybe you are. I don't know. Maybe there's something you can create. Other than create debt. <laughs> well, that's still creating something, I guess. <laughs> so Creations is going to open, but did we hear for sure if Club Cool is going to open on the same day? I don't think I've seen anything solid on that. Yeah. It looks like they're supposed to, right? Like they're going to op- They're both supposed to open before we get there, right? That's what I'm hearing, but... We shall see. How many days do we have? Two weeks from... Roughly two weeks. Basically, yeah. As you're, as this comes out or as we're recording this, two weeks. And I still have been looking for um, Space 220. Nothing. No reservations, so... That's interesting. Do you think they would actually... Open it with no resi? Right. Would they do that? Like Maybe they're just, just trying to surprise up? folks. Yeah. Like the old days? Just be like, hey, it's open today if you want to come in. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound like Disney. Disney. No, it doesn't really. Then again, there's a few things that have been not the typical Disney. Um, My thought on that is they're not 100% sure that it will open on the 20th, but they don't seem very confident in that date. Yeah. You know, but they've already been advertising that it's done in the inside, right? They even did their own video. Yeah. Uh, I feel like maybe Zach jumped the gun on that one. <laughs> maybe, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think that they. I think that they're just not entirely sure. Like there's, it's it it is space two twenty after all. They could have a plan and then it fall apart at the last minute, like it has the first. I don't know however many times they decided to try to open it. The last two and a half years. <laughs> I'm gonna say this is like the fifth time they've tried to open it, right? Yeah, seems that way. It's like in the is Matrix. This is the sixth time we've destroyed it. The Matrix? I saw there was a trailer for that. I did watch the yeah. trailer, by the way. Did you guys watch that trailer? Yeah, I watched. Did you watch both trailers? Did you pick the red pill and the blue pill? Guess not. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't really watched it. It's good though. What I'm, the trailer I saw was really good. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. See, I'm in that group though that enjoyed the series in general, but most people didn't like the third one, right? I, I vaguely. I think most people that. didn't like two or three. Two was okay. The special effects weren't weren't good. Like if they did redid See, two today, the special effects would be so much better. I think the problem that was with that decade or whatever, like is when it doesn't end and something doesn't end the way they think that it should. Right. That they all of like a sudden lost. it's like, Oh, this stinks. Like, you know, because Neo had to die. I mean, okay. Apparently he's being rebirthed. Yeah, I guess. Something's as happening. As older Keanu Reeves and then or younger like Morpheus. Yeah. I think a lot of people groaned at the end of Dead Man's Chest whenever Jack got swallowed by the Kraken because you knew it couldn't right. be the end, but you knew it was going to be something stupid, especially what they were thinking. Right. Yeah, and when Ed World's End started, and you, f- it's like 45 minutes before you see Jack. Like, what the heck, guys? Like, why? Yeah. And then it's like the weirdest scene ever for Jack Sparrow to be introduced back finally. I think when they do that whole shooting movies simultaneously, they kind of try a little too hard. I don't know. It doesn't work out very well. No, it never does. Anyway, speaking of movies, and we're talking about pirates, how about this one? Some of the cast has been revealed for the Haunted Mansion movie that Disney's trying to reboot. So we've got Owen Wilson 
was listed. And now Rosario Dawson is joining the cast. So Disney has snagged her for sure. Hopefully Bob Chapek doesn't piss her off. There was already a connection there. She's in uh, Mission Space now. Wait, what? She's the one in Mission Space, isn't she? Rosario Dawson? Oh, I thought she was. No, no, no. Are you sure? Yes. That's definitely so not who is, Well, who is it that's in there? There's Gary Sinise. Well, that he was, was the original. That was the one she replaced. I thought that was Rosario Dawson. No, it's definitely not Rosario Dawson. Anyway, while you're looking that up, Tiffany Haddish and Lakeith Stanfield have already been cast to be in this movie. So I don't think I really ever watched the whole Eddie Murphy one. Did you, John? Do you remember? Was it decent? It made a decent amount of money. It's not yeah, but as I memorable. think that was. I think it made a decent amount of money based on people wanting to ho- hoping it was good, and then you know there was not a lot of repeat business. <laughs> right. So it was like the Crystal Skull effect. The hype. Uh, yeah, the hype got the got them a good bit numbers. of money. It's just yeah. what was it after the initial? You know how well did right. it By the do way, the over mission the space is Gina Torres. Yes, that's Gina who Torres. it is. Gina Torres. Yep, 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 yep. That's okay, well, you could see where that could say they look very similar, though. Mm, no. I'm just saying. You don't think so? No. I'm trying to see what Gina Torres has done except for Mission Space. <laughs> She's in the Matrix movies, actually. She's in Star Wars Rebels. Oh, She's yeah, okay. West so she World is. for yeah. a few episodes. That's what I'm saying. She's in both the Matrix movies. But she see, like... look, in this, there's this one picture you see her, like in, if you look up Wikipedia, that looks very similar to Dawson, in my opinion. But that's why I got him confused. Mm. You know, one of them played in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I thought. But anyway. Here's a shred of some good news that I'll, I'll go back to. is Port Orleans is going to reopen on October 14th. And the entertainment, Yeehaw Bob, is coming back as well. Well, isn't that exciting? Didn't you see him, Jason, when you stayed there? I did. did. you go see him? Because you ate it. I didn't to... go see him. I walked past while he was performing. So you just like were standing right next to him while he was performing? And yeah, yeah. He and I are buds. Oh, okay. Yeah. Put a, he was put like, what's up, Jason? Come back, come back by <laughs> anytime. I didn't realize his last name was Jackson. It's not. Was, his last name is Bob. It was Yeehaw Bob. Yeah, his last name is, is Bob. His first name is Yeehaw. There's yeah. a lot of Bobs at Disney, I'm just saying. By the way, it wasn't Buffy. It was Angel that I was thinking of that she was in. I feel like oh, they okay. should one night a week make Bob Chapek take the role as Yeehaw Bob. Just just so oh, we can heckle him. Heckle him. That would be funny. I would go see. I would go there for that. Any thoughts of changing your resort to uh, Port Orleans, no. John? No. <laughs> for your uh, October trip? No. First of all, it's not available. Well, I thought um, it opened. Oh, is it already available for booking? I didn't. I didn't think uh, to see. Maybe it is. Anyway, but that's a good thing. He was laid off during you know all the COVID stuff last year, but he's back now. They hired him back. So. So are we gonna bring back the Grand Floridian Orchestra next? Yeah. <laughs> We'll see. I have my doubts on that one because I feel like there's not enough guest yield to justify bringing them back. Unless you walk in the door and they're like, if you want to hear the orchestra, you have to pay. Maybe they'll do that. The Grand Floridian Upcharge Hotel and Resort. Exactly. Some good news followed by some sad news. The lightning lane signs are are continuing to go up everywhere. (sighs) (laughs) You mean the stickers? I was going to say, the one at Toy Story Mania actually looks on brand compared to... Yeah, but it still says Lightning Lane. Yeah. Well, that's because that's what it is. Who came up with that? Like, 
Why do we think that's better than fast? I mean, I guess you change the name because people are used to FastPass and they're going to be mad if it's not free anymore. I get that, but Lightning Lane? It made it through. It didn't. It's not just one person. It made it through some committees. Sure. And some focus groups, I'm sure. Well, there was probably other names, and that was the one they all decided on was a better replacement name. I don't think we were asked. No, I wasn't asked because I, I would have said asked. this is horrible. I wasn't asked. So. Bob didn't call me up and say, hey, Jason, what do you think about Lightning Lane? Yeah. Homer didn't call me. No. Let's see. Lightning is fast, so that's where they got the lightning. And sure. you pass in a lane. Right. Uh, the, the passing lane. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. But again, a lot of people would, would think the Lightning McQueen is fat, you know, Kachow. A lot of people thought that would be the kind of the poster child so to speak for this but they didn't even go to their own ip for this which doesn't that sound like something jpeg would do do you think lightning lane will be there in three years i don't i hope not but you mean when tomorrow takes over lightning lane yeah you if you mean this system will be exactly as it's going to start out then no but that's true with any of the systems that's true with fastpass fastpass did not continue the way it exactly the way that it started out there's going to be some tweaking to it but overall it's going to look similar when it's all is said and done do you think great big beautiful tomorrow would keep lightning lane once he becomes ceo i can't really say for what i don't want to assume what tomorrow would do that's an assumption on a couple of levels assuming he's actually going to reach that plateau Again, I got to see this in action, see how well it can be worked, how well it can, you know, what what you can do with it, how well it affects the lines. I got to give it a fair shot, let's put it that way. Yeah. Most of us, we are complaining about removing FastPass because we were familiar with FastPass and we knew exactly how it worked and we knew how to manipulate it in some cases, right. you know, which is the reason why. But this, there is some room to... For this to be good. I mean, I'm not going to... I mean, you know. I don't think any of the criticisms we've done or anyone else has done has been unfair by any means. I just think it's maybe... We'll see... Let's let's give it an opportunity at least to be put in action before we totally, like, want to kill it. (laughs) Well, sure. You know. But the the fact remains, you know, it adds a significant amount of money to your trip if you want to use it. Well, that part, yes. That's the biggest drawback. As we said before, though, is this going to be better for the standby when it's all said and done? Well, it could stand to be. So. Right. So maybe, yes, better than Fast Pass Plus in that regard. Sure. Hopefully. It's like we said a couple of weeks ago. The people who were able to use Fast Pass Plus to its, to its maximum advantage were like 1% <laughs> of, of yeah. the people that go to Disney. Right. Is that Disneyland and Disney World? Are no. you talking about they were able to use Max Pass? Yeah. See, I don't know. I mean, I think well, we always talked about how Disneyland was a uh, locals park, right? So I would think most lo- mostly locals would have been using that, would they not? I guess I don't know enough about the the Disneyland usage to really comment on that part. Anyway, right on. Anyway. Lightning Lane, best invention since <laughs> never. <laughs> since never. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, as of the recording of this, Runaway Railway still says FastPass Plus, and Star Tours does. But doesn't Remy say it too? I think it did. Yeah, I think they put it yeah, on there. Doesn't, yeah. the, doesn't Remy <laughs> say FastPass Plus? It did initially. I don't know if they covered it up or something, but yeah. Cover that up. Rise of the Resistance. We're opening a new ride. We're going to debut a new system. It's called Fast Pass Plus. I mean, I'm sorry, Virtual Queue plus Lightning Lane plus extra money. Thank you. Plus, plus, plus. Bye. He's like, cover that up, Josh.
No. Mm-hmm. It's a great, big, beautiful Josh tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully. Shining at the end of every day, but we'll see. Shining at the end of every JPEG. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know about that. So here's one. Why didn't they do this 50 years ago? And that is uh, Small World. Have you seen the paint job they've done for Oh, yeah, they're, they're like, let's make it look like Disneyland. Yeah, they're like, make it look like every other Small World in the world and make it bright and colorful and fun instead of that pale faded white moldy mildew covered old looking hey job, hey job that this, is one of, this is one of your son's Sorry. favorite rides let's 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 show it a little more respect no but they are showing it respect i'm happy about what they're doing i think it looks great right now they've they've it's very didn't colorful and bright and but yeah. didn't the original disneyland one have the all white like that the original. I thought parts of it were more colorful than that. Maybe the original was, yeah. Perhaps. I was just thinking maybe they just had, I don't know, never didn't think about putting any money into it for a long time. <laughs> it took them 50 years to decide, hey, maybe let's make this look decent. But I'm happy they did. It looks great. I actually want to ride Small World just to see all I like now. to ride Small World just because I leave a lot of magic bands in my bag. And so when we get to the end, <laughs> every screen says, true. welcome, Jason. That happens to me, Hi, too. Jason. Jason, 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 Jason. Everybody's like, where's my name? And I'm like, yeah, I y'all should have brought 50 magic bands with you because I won. Right. That happens to me every time too, yeah. I guess we don't write it a lot together because, or actually, when we do write it together, it shows both of our names. Multiple yeah, and we're the only people. And everybody else like, is like, oh, that's nice. Where's my name? And I'm like, mm, y'all should have spent the money on the magic bands. You know where else I see that happen is Star Tours. I've seen it happen... At Star Tours, at the end of the the queue, it shows your your name and where you're from too. It shows that. But I've seen you know, it come I, up twice. I just looked at a photo from Yesterland, and it actually there was color in it. Looks like a pretty good while ago. I'm not sure about the original though. I do see this one photo that looks like there's a lot of white in the background on this. Uh, you mean the Disneyland one? That's what you're talking. Yeah, about. the Disneyland one. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 It had some gold in it as far as the. Like the sun and stuff like that, but it was all white. I remember seeing the one where Walt opened it, you know. He wanted the, I think, wasn't it the last ride he ever grand opened? Was Small World, I believe. Okay, so yeah, it wasn't as colorful back then, that's for sure. Disneyland's. But 50 years, I think, uh, Disney World's, they could have done something <laughs> in 50 years to make it look better. Well, yeah, they could have, but we finally got around to it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it looks great. I'm happy about that change that's a good change speaking of more 50th anniversary changes all those statues are out statues statues are out now oh they got them out i guess i haven't seen that yet they finally they put them out yeah there's they're all over the hub there's some and then well magic kingdom i know they're out all Uh, around the hub area not not necessarily at at every i don't think so but i know magic kingdom has theirs out so Uh, which one came from it's a bug's life I don't know. No, we didn't. We didn't get a, a Bugs Life 50th anniversary statue. I'm just. I'm gonna riot now. Right. Well, I know uh, Tinkerbell's like hiding in a tree. I thought that was funny. She's off to the side of the hub. Right, so, what are they gonna put at Hollywood Studios for these? Are they gonna put you know Han Solo in, in Carbonite? No. That would be awesome, though. That would I be pretty cool. That would be really cool, actually. But these are pretty small character statues, so it would not be life size. I mean, they're gold, right? Yeah, I'm sure they're solid gold. 
Solid. Solid gold. This is what a lot of people are talking about is the 50th anniversary stuff. It's pretty cheap, small things that they're able to do, and that's about it. Would you say? Didn't they do statues for the... Which one was it? It was one of the celebrations. I thought they put statues out for one of them. I know they usually put them out for Halloween at Magic Kingdom. They put them around that area. So speaking of 50th anniversary, I'll go ahead and cover this story. The (laughs) McDonald's, they're going to have 50 Happy Meal toys over the next couple of months. Yeah, starting September 14th. They're going to have 50 different toys. I think they're going to release these out because I think some of them are going to be like the attraction ones are supposed to come out in November and those are the ones I'm more looking forward to but if you guys see the picture of them it's basically the equivalent of the character statues of of these toys it's just a different character standing on a little podium or something with a background like "Eh." so there's going to be 50 different toys that they're going to release but somehow there's always going to be the same one available every time you go yes (laughs) and or or not at all you're only ever going to get three of these yeah, or none at all. <laughs> That's pretty much the way it's going to work. You're going to get flounder every time you go, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> That's going to be your character. It's always going to be the one you don't want. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it always went with Happy Meals, even way back in the day. You yes. always get the same ones every time. <laughs> <laughs> you go like three weeks later, the same time. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember uh, when I was a kid, I would call and ask them what toy they had. But they would answer the phone like, what? Why? What? You're going to get what we give you. But you know good and well there's somebody that's going to go around to every McDonald's they can find and put them on eBay, you know. It's probably going to be employees that have them on eBay. (laughs) Yes. That will have all 50 of them. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so there you have it, McDonald's. If you want to spend, buy 50 Happy Meals over the next few months. (laughs) Oh, way more than 50. At least 50. (laughs) At least 50. Yeah. Way more more than 50. 50. Yeah, if you want to get them all, it's going to be like 500, 500 Happy Meals. Happy meals. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's good for your health. Yes. Yeah, right. I'm just going to live off Happy Meals for the next three months. It's like, I'm concerned about the long-term effects of the vaccine, just not the long-term effects of Happy Meals. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's what you should be more worried about. And sodas. <laughs> anyway. What's in those nuggets? All right. This one caught our attention this week. Hopefully it'll be something good. Expedition Everest is going to go under a multi-month refurbishment starting next year. Is this to fix the Yeti? No. You don't think so? It's it's to no. totally remove the Yeti and put a screen of the Yeti up <laughs> in there. Nope. It is to paint it, do some maintenance on it, and reopen it. There is nothing that's going to change about that Yeti. And if it does then sure, I will come back on and say I was wrong. But there is no way that in the Bob Chapik era, that Yeti is getting fixed. It is not getting fixed. So what What will you do if it does? Oh, we're going to make Nothing a special. Here. I'm going to say, is it going to be one of those like Mike Fink, eat my hat, red feather and all type deals? Or mm, That's an old reference. That's a good one. Yeah, that's an old reference that nobody listening I mean, to this will probably get. <laughs> <laughs> right. I will come Disney on Plus. and say that Bob Chapik is the savior of Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. on the show. You will. What else do you need me well, to do? That's going a little too far. That's going a little too far. If he if he fixes the, the Yeti, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. 
Yeah. Now, before Joe Rody's unofficial retirement, or he was he was, he was not forced out. Obviously, he was just in charge of building the second island for the cruise, but he definitely wasn't forced. No, out. he wasn't forced to retire. But before that happened, didn't he say to somebody on Twitter like that? Just he said wait, it in a press conference happen. or some kind. I thought I remember seeing a tweet where someone was like, "Is this ever going to get fixed?" And he's like, "Just hang on, it's gonna, you know, something like that. Like it's gonna happen." Maybe he had an inside track. Right. My thought is maybe that was his last stipulation of like, if you want me to retire, you right. have to promise and write, put it Joe in Joe Rody's dying thing. Imagineer request. Right. His last request as Imagineer was to fix that Yeti. I'm optimistic because this is the longest it's ever been down. Right. This is a big refurbishment. But yeah, it I mean, also it's... has been down for some stuff. Like I remember a few... News stories saying it was down for a day or two for stuff. So they're maybe having some technical stuff that they got to fix. But in in fifteen years, this is the first time it's had any refurbishment of this length. Let's put it that way. Right. So yeah, maybe. I mean, again, for the majority of those fifteen years, they could not afford to not have it at Animal Kingdom, which is part of the reason why it's probably never been going down. And it was reliable. So, with the exception of the Eddie. Right. Maybe they're going to remove the Yeti and do like a, a Yeti dance party. They already got the disco ball, right? The flashing. <laughs> He's already disco Yeti. strobe light, yeah. yeah. Maybe they're going to add some music and maybe add a second Yeti to dance with him. Where this is, you know, seizure. <laughs> seizure sure. party. Don't ride it if you're prone to seizures. You probably shouldn't anyway, I guess. Is that, Does it say that? I don't know. I would imagine. Well, I mean, the thing is the, the Yeti part is so brief i mean i don't think you would have time to look at it long enough to have anything happen i wouldn't think i would just like to see it in action other than the old camcorder like not not before camcorders became good quality (laughs) Uh, right yeah yeah that's true one of those good 4k versions of it which right was way before that i would just like to see it in action also i forgot to mention that kali is going down in november for refurb before this so that area of the park <laughs> for the next few months will have less attraction to do they're clearing a spot to put the eddy maybe they're going to move it to Kali. two of the best queues at walt disney world though both of those right next to really? each other yeah we've talked about that haven't we yeah Kali yeah. and and uh everest are Kali, Kali i think wins by a slight margin yeah Just i slight. love them both they're both very similar but i love them dearly they're they're excellent cues did did we do like a cue countdown or something that i don't remember maybe that's our bracket next year is the best cue. best cues <laughs> let's say we're already Kali preparing this is small world though we're already preparing anyway the question is what's the worst cue <laughs> anyway uh, what's the worst cue at Walt Disney World? good question huh what what what, what sort of ca- what sort of criteria makes it the worst I would say anything that's mostly outdoors. So you're just saying Slinky Dog's amongst them then? Yeah, Slinky's got to be... It's not a great queue. It isn't. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's cool to be in that area, but it's not a great queue as far as the actual queue part. Maybe Triceratops Spin? Mm, I mean, that's not just much terrible. Of, much, not much of a queue to it, but there's, you know... Any of the spinners are, are pretty bad. Uh, Dumbo has its points since they redid it right so yeah we can't really play in the play area right now right yeah that's for another time yeah 
Those are topic for another day. Well, on that flip side, what would be the best? There's a lot of good ones. What would be the best? Well, we think we already said it. I think Kali, Kali and or Everest are excellent cues. It's how cues should be done. One of the first ones that comes to mind for me is actually Flight of Passage. Yeah. But you don't go through it much, so you probably don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, I think I've only gone through... I don't think I've gone through the entire standby queue there. But anyway. So annual passes are on sale now. And pass holders can now uh, get bonus reservations for certain... And, and there's certain bonus days where you can book two at a time on the same day. And it looks as though if you have a... Uh, hotel reservation you can also book because we have two reservations for the same day uh, on our hotel stays coming up so can you do this without park hopping like can you do two parks before the park hopping window like we're not sure yet but we're gonna find out i guess jason you'll put it to the test won't you (laughs) we'll probably find out before then but casa more actually we'll find out this weekend because we've got some folks uh going on the 11th well, who's going on the 11th isn't uh so sorry. okay doesn't isn't, does bonus reservations mean you can do the same day an extra a different one like two in the same it day seems to seems to yeah seems to work because we have two for the same day already same and that's time. not even on a bonus <laughs> reservation day that's just the fact that's that true. we have a hotel and an annual pass so when you go right now on the annual pass system you say, okay, I'm here booking because uh, I have tickets or I have an annual pass. And then you say, I have an annual pass. This says, I'm booking because I have a hotel reservation or I'm not. Hmm. Yeah. I think there's a glitch in there somewhere because everything else you look at still says no park hopping after two. Until, I mean, until, until two, excuse me. So we may find out that it's first park you go to, that's the one you have to pick for the day or whatever. But as of right now, you can at least hold two and just decide later which which one you want to start at so we'll find out maybe maybe you can but isn't toddler terror going this weekend didn't he say he had the 11th booked anyway oh yeah i think i saw well i don't know if he's going but he showed that he had two park passes for that day yeah maybe he's not we shall see anyway we shall see what he i'm sure he'll try whatever it is you know yeah no doesn't matter hopefully (laughs) we'll find out from somebody i'm sure before we go we'll find out but Speaking of tickets, mm-hmm. is it really like for the average person that does not have an annual pass, as far as park hopping goes, and since you can't do it until after two, how much is it really worth it to spend that extra money to get a park hopper on a regular ticket? I mean, I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of people asking that question. It's not a small chunk of money that you do the difference between non-park hopper and park hopper. I mean, it's pretty pretty significant. Especially if yeah. you're talking about like a any size, you know, even a small family, right? It's pretty significant. Especially if you're coming for your once in a year or once every couple of years thing, you probably want to spend as much time as you can at each park rather than jumping around like we like to do. But yeah, well, I mean, and, and from what I was thinking, I kind of liked the freedom of the park hopper in the past, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, how often did I actually hop? You know, did I hop the difference in the price <laughs> when I did just the ticket? I was like, I, I really don't know that I did. So, gosh, we hop know. all the time when we could. We would hop a lot. Well, which I mean, I, I do still love that because if you go to back in the day, it's pre COVID, you go and then you're like, oh, it's too crowded. Let's just go here. 
go to and another was, one, right? There was some days where I, I remember this was right before COVID, wasn't it, Jason? Where we had Magic Kingdom booked, and we're just like, mm, doesn't look good. We're just gonna, go. and we just changed one eighty and went. I don't know, remember where we went, but we completely changed our mind. Have you guys noticed how touring plans has some really no number low numbers all the way through like the twentieth right now? He fell asleep. Narcolepsy. Yeah. Is he developing narcolepsy? I guess so. Because <laughs> that's why I specifically tried to ask him. Cause it sounded like he was out. Well, he's got to talk about Six Flags, so he needs to wake up. Wake up! Wake up! Grab a little makeup. I just got the fade away. I just got the fade away. I want to see the keys upon the table. Here, the fable. You want to wake up? Doing like a. Jack, when he was trying to the the guy that was uh, whoa the, the locksmith, yeah, yeah. whoa whoa, <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, hopefully uh, he'll wake up in a second, and he can talk about Six Flags because maybe uh, we can put uh, take a bucket of water and splash it on him. No, no, don't have any. I may have time to drive to his house and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no keep a connection up that way. He's got to be just kind of hunched over, so surely he's going to eventually hit something with his head or right. His something. head's going to dip over or something. Yeah, it's going to something that's going to bring him to. He's going to be like a, chan- a Chandler Bing moment. The yeah. <laughs> when he was when he accidentally volunteered for Oklahoma. <laughs> right. Really? Well, Six Flags was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I already had a great time in Six Flags. Too bad we won't get to hear about it. This is what this is Jason's thoughts on Six Flags. Well, here, let's <laughs> listen now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be going a week from Saturday. Are you going to Six Flags? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do there, though? Whatever what are I your am. favorite? What are What are your favorites at Six Flags over Georgia? Well, well, my absolute favorite is uh, Mindbender, but it's been closed. It's mindbending. So yeah, I hope it's going to be open. But Mindbender's yeah. always been my favorite. It's been there since. Well, as long as I've been alive, the seventies, right? It was, yeah, it was. Yeah. I think it was built in like seventy-seven or seventy-eight. Right. So it's the same age as me. So yeah, I like that one. I really like Goliath. I guess it has. It's one of those things where you can be on a fun ride, and you can also get that weightlessness, like you get the airtime. I mean, that you get like with Tower of Terror. Uh-huh. So, so that part I like. You know, so, I mean, I, I'll do most of them. I'm not a big fan of the Scorcher. I want to do the Twisted Cyclone. You know, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, Jason was telling me pre-show that you know, the Scream Machine was the one that he I think did. he's coming too. Mm, no, no, I think he's wrong. just going deeper into sleep. Well, I thought I heard him. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he's out yeah. cold. <laughs> I think he's in a deeper sleep. What's sad is that I, I think we put him to sleep. It's our voices are soothing and... Okay, is that what it is? Yeah. Well, uh, I wonder if that means that's what people people listen to us for. Right. Hopefully, people aren't like driving down the road right now and just <laughs> like we're causing uh, people to just fall asleep at the wheel. Right. So I can I can kind of go through this through some. We'll, we'll put this section in here as trip planning tips for those yeah. of you that may not have known. I, there could be some better out there, but it appears not so much. Sam's Club, if you're a member of Sam's Club, mm-hmm. they have a section in their website and app and everything where it says travel and entertainment. Well, in that, you can actually search for Walt Disney World tickets. And I noticed that the, you know, the ticket prices there were 
say for instance in my in my example a family of four two adults two children for four days is the what i priced i don't think i'm going to be getting that many days for everybody but um four days two adults two children it was roughly 244 dollars off of what i would get at the gate yeah wow so that's pretty significant i mean that's a that's a like california grill right there right that's you true know, yeah the it's, especially Disney prices because they don't discount anything. Yeah, you know, hardly. So to get a, that much off is good. And another tip: some of you may already know this one, but I'll throw it out there anyway. Since you know, I feel like some people probably listen to us for our advice on this sort of stuff. So, as far as Disney gift cards go, if you ever think about buying Disney gift cards to use Charging. there, so to kind of save the money for it in that by yeah. by that method. There's a couple of places where you can get roughly 4% off of the amount if you want. Sam's Club is being is one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen those. With Target, if you have if you have the red card, that you, that's the one thing with Target, you do have to have the red card. Right. Yes, you get, their you credit card. You can get them 5%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to you can get them 5% off. That's the only way you can do it at Target. Now, of course, Sam's Club you have to be a member, so that's the only way you can do it there. Right. And I want to say it was BJ's has Yep, gift cards so. yep. for roughly three, four percent. I did price one of the like the five hundred dollar, yeah, gift card at Sam's. It's not four percent for that one. It's roughly three percent of it, but still three percent off is when you're paying five hundred is pretty significant. Yeah, so it's four eighty four ninety eight. So four eighty five, right. fifteen dollars off a yeah. five hundred dollar gift card. So right, fifteen bucks off something roughly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fifteen bucks. If you're going to spend that much money, I mean, why not save as much as you possibly can, right? Yeah, every little bit counts, right? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, one story. One story you didn't put in Mm -hmm. came up. uh, DVC, uh, how they had sent something out about asking to buy back point. Right. One of the things that crossed my mind with that is, could this possibly be an attempt to try to cut into the rental? side in some ways because they're right. it seems like they're kind of appealing to people to say well if you're not using them they'll buy or, them. Inst- yeah. or bank, bank them or we'll buy them back don't rather than putting them. them out yeah right. putting them out on the mar- re- the rental market yeah because they can't just they can't legally stop you know because they're this is they have to abide by basically timeshare type laws pretty much yeah <laughs> right so they can't legally just out and say you know you have to sell back to us so i think they're encouraging yeah their members that if they're not going to use them to sell back to them yeah so i think that's what that's about but it is if, very interesting to see that they're doing that yeah because if they could totally cut it off to where you you that was your only option, I'm guarantee you they would. <laughs> they would totally oh, do that. Right? Yeah, yeah. If legally, yeah. they could do that. Yeah. Yeah. If they could legally do it, that's the way they would do it. Especially like you can't do anything but, back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we would have done that a long time ago, I'm sure. But that's true. Too. Rent, renting points overall, you can find some really good deals doing <sighs> that. I know some people had talked about the safety of it as far as like it being guaranteed it's not guaranteed you know as far as right. your stay there is such thing as insurance you can you can buy into as far as that goes that would would right. cover that if just in case so you know it's 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 an option right that i would say i might entertain in the future depending on where i was going to stay and what kind of deal i got as far as that i love renting the one time we did it it was great so yeah and you know especially if you get a good enough deal yeah so 
And while we're talking about trip planning, we might as well throw in, we have a travel agent that is a friend of the show. And if you want to book a Disney trip coming up or Universal or even Disneyland, Disney Cruise, Jill Dilbeck is our our travel agent. And you our can, go-to. Our go-to. So if you want to reach out to her, you can visit our website. We link to her there, but you could also go to at Jill Dilbeck Academy Travel on Facebook. Reach out to her that way. If you're falling asleep while trying to talk about Disney like Jason is, uh, <laughs> you can just have Jill do all the work for you and book all your travel, and you can get some nice rest. Right. You don't have to do all the work, so... If you didn't have someone like Jill staying on top of it and doing and looking for things for you, if you right. caught yourself sleeping, you might miss out on something. So Exactly, yeah. Whereas Jill will will snatch it up for you. Yeah. And, you know, if you're on hold with Disney for 45 minutes when a discount comes out, or 45 minutes, five hours, I should say, you might fall asleep and miss it altogether. Jill <laughs> is required to stay awake for your travel needs so required yes she will not fall asleep on the job like jason (laughs) is doing she will stay awake for you so reach out to her if you need to book a disney trip coming up so i guess we're just gonna have to wrap the show up because the whole segment we were going to talk about you know we kind of need jason for right i know we teased a six flags trip report but Maybe after you go, John, we can just sum it up. Both of you can talk about your trips together. Yeah, yeah. You know. Maybe that's what we'll do rather than <laughs> wait for Jason to wake up. <laughs> Sleeping All on right. the job. Sleeping on the job. So we're going to have to dock his pay. So. Yeah, we're going to uh, definitely dock. We are uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store in which you can find your exclusive TWTM merchandise at shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. And we also have a YouTube channel, which you can find the link on the places that Adam is about to mention. Which is our website, travelingwithamouse.com. You can find links to all those things and our good neighbor travel agent, how to reach her. On our website, travelingwiththemouse.com. You can also email us, podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. So for John, and I think Jason's still around somewhere. I hear him. Yeah, there he is. There he is. This has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip. And hopefully you'll be awake for it. Sleep dreams. (laughs) Whoa!